And welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan. I am joined, as always, by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Fagan. Mia, you have brought us a movie that I'm I'm not excited about, but I'm not, like, dreading either, just because I don't really know very much about it in Spirited Away. And now, again, longtime listeners of the pod will know that I did not like the last Studio Ghibli movie that you brought to the podcast in Kiki's Delivery Service. It's become a running bit. I don't hate that movie as much as I like to joke sometimes, but I didn't you enjoy it enjoy very it, much. enjoy it, and that's fine. Yeah. What, sell me on this one. Why, you know, what, what led you into this one? Why do you like it? Why am I going to like it? Please make me not dread spending like two hours on this. Okay. Spirited Away is basically Studio Ghibli's and Hayao Miyazaki's magnum opus. This is the, the top Studio Ghibli movie that you can watch. It's got so much beautiful scenery and, and just the magical element of it is great. The story is really touching too. Um, and just the whole, all the characters and different kind of creatures and stuff really come together. And this movie really does have a deeper meaning to it and like a s- kind of subtext way. And the music is amazing. It's just a very visually pleasing movie. And I, I think you might like it. You do like a little bit of fantasy but this is more of a grounded fantasy, sort of. You'll see. But I think... If I clipped that out of podcast, that could also describe Billy Madison. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie is beautiful, and I remember watching it in theaters, and it came out in theaters. Um, and my, I believe my dad, or is it my dad and my uncle told us to watch it, told me to watch it, and we did. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I did watch the uh, dubbed version, but not the subtitled version. I don't know. I've always just watched the dubbed version. I know that people say subs over dubs, but, you know, I was a kid. I'm not going to read. So maybe it's different in its uh, actual, like, original form, but I think we're just going to watch it dubbed. <laughs> but, yes. I mean, I'm I will excited. make my own artistic choices for the podcast. Okay, if you want to watch it subbed, go for it. Okay, it. so I have I have genuinely no idea what this movie is about. And or that's great. Really, is Honestly. that is this the one about a flying house? No, that's Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, also okay. a great movie. But Spirited All Away right. is like the relatively known as the best Studio Ghibli movie, and I believe Did... it won an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Oh, a non Disney movie to win that. Yes, it was a Clarity. very very big deal. It's um, like it's this and Boss Baby. But yeah, there's a lot of like um, deeper meanings and themes to this uh, movie that gives it a lot more context and stuff like that. Um, we'll get into that, but just watch it with an open mind. And I think going in not knowing what's going to go on, what's going to happen, is going to make it even more fun. Like I'm actually jealous that you don't know what's going to happen because like yeah, I, I just have genuinely no idea what this movie's about. Yes, please don't look it up because it's. I'm just, not going to. It's one of those movies that you want to go into blind, and it just kind of like reveals itself to you. You'll see. It's a great movie. So, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but do you think it's going to hold up? Oh, absolutely. 100%. All right. And when was the last time you watched it? A couple years ago. How many is a couple? If you tell me you haven't seen it since you've been in theaters, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, About like five years ago, I want to say. Okay. 
All right. Well, you know, you were old enough then to have some level of taste, probably. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then we are gonna go watch Howl's Moving Castle. No, nope, uh, screwed it away. I'm messing yeah. with you. I was gonna see if you were paying attention. <laughs> Unless you want to watch Howl's, I mean, we could do a double feature. I'm, I'm down for that. No, I'm, I'm good. I'll watch one movie. Uh, okay. So we are going to go watch Spirited Away, and then we will be spirited right back. just watch spirited away and before we get into it harrison is going to do the 60 second summary in which he summarizes the movie in 60 seconds pretty self-explanatory uh are you ready yes already go i have no idea what happened in this movie uh, well. <laughs> new record for 60 second summary <laughs> oh it's literally three seconds okay so instead of the 60 second summary i'm just gonna read my notes that I took during God. during right. the movie, okay. just to summarize it. So the first one was you, as soon as the movie came on, you're like, oh yeah, okay, you just got to keep in mind, the little girl's annoying at first, okay? She's like supposed to be really young, and she's kind of annoying at first. I'm like, oh God, where she hasn't even spoken yet. We're off to a <laughs> banner start. Uh, and then I had extremely relatable reaction to start assuming she is dreaming in panic. What the hell? Old bird lady, long-armed Spider-Man, dragon ghost child, overworked lady, why would he love her? She is eight. Uh, she's ten, but okay. Okay. And, okay. That's yeah. it? That Those are the notes you took? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um. So, can we... Basically, it, it's like about a little girl whose family wanders into an abandoned amusement park, eats cursed food, and then goes to, like, pseudo-purgatory hell as pigs. And then the little girl, like, goes through, like, a, a shroom-and-fueled hellscape where she works at, like, a bathhouse for ghosts to somehow free them from a good witch's evil twin that has an oversized baby. And then her parents don't remember it happened. I mean, yeah, you could have just said that instead of saying, I don't know what happened. You clearly uh, know what happened. I mean, I did my best. <laughs> so is it safe to say that you did not like this movie? Uh, Yeah, I feel like it's safe to say that. I didn't really, you know, I, I, I did not enjoy this movie. Okay, well, well let's, before we get into that, <laughs> let's talk about, any. was there anything you liked about this movie? You know, honestly, I thought that this movie had some interesting things to say about class and the way that we, te that we treat workers. Like, we, the royal we, is in a society. Uh, you know, like, the, the sort of stuff, like, the way that the little girl, what, what's her name? Chihiro. Chihiro is treated when she, or Sin, uh, at this point, because she has to take a new name for some reason. When take, she... She, her name gets taken away, because that's her identity. Oh, wow. The allegories go deeper than I even thought. Um, yeah, so the way that people kind of talk to her and just, like, scream at her to do things and yell at her over things that aren't in her control and ask her to do these tasks in, like, an impossible amount of time or that shouldn't be possible for a child. Like, you know, I just thought that... And then, you know, the people above her like they treat her like crap and then they like completely suck up to the customers and you know like she never gets any real time off she barely gets fed and uh like all the workers have to like live in uh, like a shared bed together sort of like apartment thing they all have to like share apartments with people that are not their family i don't know okay um yeah no i that is one way of looking at spirited away i think 
there are several ways of looking at this movie and what it represents. Um, a lot of people think that this movie represents kind of uh, Japan's identity and how they are moving into the Western kind of culture and kind of forgetting about their Eastern culture and kind of marrying the two. Because if you notice, if so one of the characters, the owner of the bathhouse, um, if you notice on the top where she kind of resides, everything's very like Western. And then in the bathhouse, it's very like Eastern and like Japanese style. I did not notice that. Okay, well, because you weren't looking because you were just screaming about how weird everything was. I mean, this movie was... I mean, it is bonkers. Okay, all right, okay. Go ahead. Continue your point. This movie is bonkers, but I feel like it's in a way that it's interesting enough. And and I even asked you before where I was asking if you liked this better than Kiki's, and you said you kind of did because it had more stuff, right? Yeah, there was, like, at least stuff happening throughout the movie. It was watchable even if I was, like... Like Even dying of boredom for most of the time. Where were you dying of boredom? Uh, especially like the entire first half of the movie just like made no sense, and I don't know. I was not that interested. Did you like any of the characters? No. Are you serious? Not really. You didn't even like Chihiro. God, no. Why? Uh, she was obnoxious. I watching this again. I actually really really love her and yes she is a child but this movie is about growth and kind of like figuring out the world as a kid but you know the one quality i did like about her was that she was very determined and she was very intuitive she was very like so like when uh uh so on quote unquote stink spirit comes into the bathhouse and everyone's like, ew, no one, I don't want to touch them. And just let him go and go in there, do his thing. And then Chihiro comes in and she's like trying to treat him as a customer with like all respect. And then she realizes something's wrong and she pulls out all that like junk and stuff out of that spirit. And it turns out to be a river spirit. And so I just think that she, her character kind of sees good in everyone sort of. Like when she let in the the evil monster spirit. Yeah, no face. She just wanted to be nice, and she's like, "Oh, come on in." And she didn't know that he was going to turn into this huge monster. That's another character that was very interesting to me. Um, and so she took him out of that situation, and she kind of was like, "Okay, you're going to come with me. We're just going to go to this like lady's house, and I'll just take you away from the bathhouse." And he calmed down afterwards, and that was her friend. I think she makes a lot of friends on the way that helps that help her. That was the other thing too. Was it showed that like when. You know, like, that guy sort of having no personality, and then when he realized that people wanted his money, starting to progressively treat the workers worse and worse and worse because they kept doing what he wanted and he just had to throw money at them to get them to do whatever. Like, that part of it, again, it goes to sort of the thing that I was talking about earlier about some of the interesting, like, way we treat workers and the way that sort of, you know, people of means are societally almost incentivized and taught to treat people like shit when they're you know working for them i i kind of saw no face as a kind of character that takes in other people's personalities so like when he went into the bathhouse he ate one of those um the the, one of the frogs yeah one of the frog things and like that frog seemed very very greedy because he was looking for gold and so i think he takes on the personality that he thinks other people would like and i think it got way out of control and he was honestly the only person he wanted to see was chihiro 
and because he wanted to impress her basically because he's like oh i like you you let me in i want to show you what i can give you and she was like i don't want any of this um i just want you to stop he's trying to give her the soap token yeah yeah oh and that that too and then he was also trying to give her like gold and stuff um and she was like no i don't want any of that so once he kind of threw up pretty much everything he kind of went back to normal and very like calm and like you know and then when they went to the witch's house the good witch the good witch's house you know because she had a good personality a sort of good personality i think he kind of took on that and was like helping her with chores and stuff and that's why he got to stay you know but talking about characters i really love the design of the characters i think they're really interesting um you found them weird didn't you yeah yeah <laughs> i i mean it's very different from a lot of other children's uh movies but i can see why you don't like it because it's just this is a horror movie i would <laughs> it's... i am i'm it's... not gonna say that you were raised by bad parents <laughs> Because I know that your mom listens to this podcast. Hi, Laura. Uh, <laughs> but I would never let my child watch this movie because I feel like they would be scarred for life. No, I don't. I, there wasn't I any... almost, like, watching this movie is like shrooms for children. No, I think it's just more, I think we're just not used like to if seeing... you Like, if you were thinking about giving your kid meth, just show them this movie instead. Oh it's basically the same God. thing. Oh, my God. No, I think it, we're just not used to having that kind of style of animation and those uh, types of... They're they're basically spirits. There was just so much goo and vomit and, like, ghosts and, you know, creepy body horror stuff. It's, it's a very visual movie. You can admit to that, right? Oh, yeah, certainly. <laughs> it was, you know, I, I felt visually assaulted, no, but... No, no. I think... I think visually, well, this this is interesting because uh, there was not a frame in this movie where I was like, "This is just normal and not strange," and I completely understand what's going on. So, it's a very visual movie because Hayao Miyazaki goes into making these movies, and there's no script. There's a story in his head, and the way he gets the story out is by drawing um, storyboards. And that's how he develops the story. So you can tell that it's very, it's very visual. This movie, for reason. this movie, not really having a coherent plot makes a lot of sense now. It is coherent. It's like a journey. It's basically like Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz, if you kind of see it like that, where it's like it's a human person that is dropped into this world and has to figure out how to get out and kind of discovers things about themselves too. I really like Chihiro. I I, I'm glad you do. I'm not saying you can't. <laughs> I think she's very intuitive for a 10-year-old child, and the way she handled everything was, you know, yeah, she was scared and she was crying, but, you know, she was just like, I need to find my parents, I need to save them, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I think the way she sees other people, like when she was talking to the, the giant baby, there's a giant baby in this. <laughs> yeah, that later becomes a mouse and is the giant baby of the evil witch twins. Yes, Yubaba. Yeah. You baba. And um, the baby, at first glance, the baby is kind of a brat. But he's only a brat because of the situation he was in. That he was being, like, basically spoiled by his, I don't know, mom? Grandma? I don't know what their relationship is. They don't explain it. No, nothing is explained <laughs> in this movie. But that, that 
She just has a gigantic King Kong-sized baby that lives under pillows and has been told that if he ever leaves, he's going to get sick. But I like that. I like when they don't explain it because then you can kind of come up with a, a reason and stuff in your own head and it gives you, like, you kind of mold the story to how you think it is. This movie... <laughs> God, this movie broke you. <laughs> it felt like eating too much, but with your brain. And, like, I felt nauseous while watching. I just... I don't understand. Like, it's such... A beautiful movie and you know you weren't even paying attention beautiful is not the word that i would use you weren't paying attention to like the set pieces and like the background which was done in basically watercolor which is just like not really that you know i think the only movie i, I, I can mean, think of is lilo and stitch that had um watercolor backgrounds i guess i was assaulted by watercolors good for you know that's, <laughs> that's something um, lilo and stitch i would show that movie to my kids oh my god not this one. Um, another thing that this movie touches on is... <laughs> there are going to be so many people mad at me. They are, because this is a beloved movie. Hey, um, and that's fine. I'm not saying people can't like it. Look, we all have our own tastes. I think another good issue that this movie brings up is a lot of... They have, like, a lot of environmental issues that come up. So, like, with the stink monster, he was only a stink monster because humans had polluted his river that he's a spirit of did mm -hmm. you catch that yeah yeah no that was going to be one of my criticisms honestly is like the environmental stuff it felt like very ham-fisted in i don't think like, so i think it was very subtle no it just like it made it didn't really make sense as a part of the plot it was like kind of shoehorned in there just they're just show. like no, 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 no. let me finish they're just like they're just like, oh yeah, this river spirit, but humans keep polluting it. And so that's why it was polluted and it was ugly and stinky. And the pollution is bad. And, you know, earlier it's like, oh, you know, they were building up all these, you know, all these amusement parks, but then the economy tanks and, you know, they just left them out to waste away in the wilderness. Cause you know, littering. And, and then at the end of the movie where you find out that like her, I don't know, small boyfriend? Her friend. Her dragon boyfriend? Her dragon ghost boyfriend? There's nothing romantic between them. It's a friendship love. You know that, right? That was, I, see, that was one of the things that confused me most, was I didn't really get it. But, you know, she's like, her, her dragon ghost friend that, like, was ready to die to save her and is, like, weirdly attached to her for no reason. Because she, no. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. All right, go ahead. It just, they're like, oh, like he was a river spirit, but he forgot who he was because there was so much, or he was paved over by the human. I don't know. It just felt like so. I thought it like, was very They subtle. just wanted an environmental criticism to like put into this weird ass story. And so they're like, all right, we're just, the monsters are because of pollution reasons. But no, I think it's a good lesson to kids that like, you know, to take care of what you have. Because I think. You, you think kids are going to pick up on that from this Yeah, movie? I really do. I think I we. Know. I don't know. I think it's just more of like a cultural thing that we don't get, you know, because I feel like in Japanese culture, people, there's some people that believe in like river spirits and forest spirits. And I think that's a big, um, that's a big theme for a lot of Studio Ghibli movies, actually. So maybe because you haven't seen that many Studio Ghibli movies, um, that's just very jarring to you. But um, yeah, I, I don't think that's, 
I don't think that's uh, that's not. You're so mad at me. Right I now. am. I am, because <laughs> I really like this movie. Okay. And this movie has won like so many awards, and I don't understand. And like Disney is the one that picked this up, and wanted to kind of collaborate with Hayao Miyazaki to kind of introduce it to American audiences. And wait, Disney made this? So Disney helped produce the dub, the dubbed version. Oh, I guess Disney has made a bad animated movie then. Harrison. <laughs> So a lot of things I feel like get lost in translation with um, being like, because I was reading online, there's a lot of like subtle kind of hints. I feel like the name change thing had to be, there was like some synonym of sin. Okay, so was, Chihiro, okay. Chihiro means asking questions or a thousand. Um, but when Sen is kind of like a little bit a part of that name, so when you just take away... Um, everything else is just send. Send means a thousand, so she's like one in a thousand, basically. Like she's just. Oh, like, okay. See, that is sort of like that. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, there's a lot. I feel like okay. a lot of things get lost in translation because um, Japanese. And it sort of goes to the one part of this movie that I thought was like fairly well done, as far as like the class worker criticism. Stuff, yeah, so. definitely. Um, but yeah, there are, apparently there are some like signs and stuff where the characters are a little bit different that it kind of shows like something's wrong and like, um, just different ways, but we wouldn't understand it as an American audience. And a lot of, some of the dialogue was actually added into the American dub because a lot of people, they thought that a lot of people wouldn't know what was going on. So that's why, you know, in the beginning they're like repeating stuff over and over again, because I think they translated it over because they're probably like, no one knows what a bathhouse is. There's no bathhouses out here. So that's why they're like, oh, it's a bathhouse. And like why Chihiro was kind of explaining what she was doing to like basically no one. I mean, good job, Disney. Seamless exposition through dialogue. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's a lot deeper if you watch the Japanese version. I'm sure it's very different. And we just saw the dubbed version because we're no, lazy. No, I mean, that's that's honestly, that it's a great like way to endorse this movie. It's like, hey, if you want to go teach yourself Japanese, then it will be good. Oh, okay. So don't even watch it with, with American subtitles. Just all in Japanese. Figure it out. Yeah. Have fun. I know you hate this movie, but I love this movie. Um, another thing that I really enjoy about Studio Ghibli movies, you've only watched two and you've hated both of them, but there are a lot of scenes that are just silence. There's just a lot of just very silent kind of, kind of living in the moment of that kind of environment. And I really enjoy that. And you can really tell that this movie was done with more of a visual aspect instead of a dialogue and story aspect with those kind Look, of moments. Look, I, I will say this. It was it is clear that a lot of work went into this movie. Its failures were not for Here. a lack of trying. Harrison. <laughs> okay. I I'm just saying I can respect the creativity that went into this movie I even think... if I personally did not like it. I, I can tell that it was like it is a very adventurous out of the box movie. You know, there was clearly a lot of thought put into this and into the characters there's every single different character kind of had its own design and i think that's so cool like all the different spirits and stuff like that you have and to they admit do that's... in limited time and limited dialogue without overly going on exposition you do feel like you get a sense for who these characters are like like the the steam room spider-man um like he comes off as like really mean but he's actually very but then sweet. it turns out he's like oh this is my granddaughter you got to give her a job and he cares and mm -hmm. so he cares about kids even if he's kind of a dick 
Yeah. So, so and that's another thing where Chihiro, like, yeah, this guy sounds like a dick, but he, he needs to help me and I'm going to be determined. And it turns out, I think she earns a lot of respect from people for how she acts. Yeah. And they end up helping her, too, because she's helping them. It was just, I'm sorry, it was too weird. I just, like, right, the little right. living soot particles that, those like, Those were so cute! And, like, I love those! And then I just feel like... In, in, there's, like, a dragon child ghost, and... Turns into a dragon. I don't... Just everyone's vomiting everywhere, no and vomiting. all the, like... There's, like, a walking horseradish with man boobs. <laughs> like, yeah, the radish spirit. Yeah, like, I don't know. It was... Okay. All right. This you know movie what? was like you're allowed to have opinions. This, it was like a bad hallucination. I think it was a beautiful story. I still have a headache about friendship and growing up and kind of a lot of things. Um, fun fact: there is also a theory that this movie is a whole allegory for sex trafficking. Yikes! Yeah. I don't believe in that, but you know what? If you want to have your own, I'm not going to get where, into that. Where is this fun fact from? Was that on the IMDb page? <laughs> it was just a bunch of articles that people are you on my? Are you on like, like, Cua Studio Ghibli? No. Like there, there are some people that like will take Studio Ghibli movies and kind of like twist it in a way where it's like, oh, it's an allegory about bad things and like very dark things. When it's clearly just Who? a fairy Who are these tale. People, just people who really like movies and like think of theories like reddit okay. people okay like people think that totoro is about a um, child murder in like the 80s in japan oh i've never seen that movie so <sighs> yeah you know i think after showing you this movie i really don't think you're the audience for studio ghibli movies i and mean I, we're we're like we're over two yeah a pretty aggressive over two like ra loud like rust shattering the backboard bricks i um, feel like kiki's adventure and studio get or us uh, spirited away are two very different movies i honestly two different i honestly may quit this podcast if you make me watch another one <sighs> i don't i don't think i can do it because there's so many good ones like princess mononoke and castle in the sky and howl's moving castle is also a really good one wait Kong. those are two different movies castle in the sky and howl's moving castle i assume those were the same thing no okay. two different movies ponyo is pretty cute um but i just don't think you are I, the audience i can't do it i know i won't make you it's okay thank you you're welcome um, anyway, we got another Adam Sandler movie coming up. No, next no, no, week. no, 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 no. So uh, the torture of Harrison continues. No, we no, no. Hold on. Before before you get to what our plans are for next week, I just wanted to give a special shout out to uh, someone special listening to this episode, and uh, that is our future divorce lawyer for when I cite you oh making me God. watch this movie. And uh, is the reason I filed for it. I was going to drop that at the beginning, but then you distracted me. So who's the divorce lawyer? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm oh. still. I'm still. Whoever's listed. Oh my god. Well. I mean, better... I'm just working. I just want to say, hey, shout out to you, or you know, Mia's divorce lawyer, or whoever's scrubbing through this to see, you know, the origin of the end. Well, you better uh, find a divorce lawyer because our next movie <laughs> is. Um, we are going to go through every single Disney princess movie in chronological order as a new series because Harrison has grown up with a bunch of brothers and has never really seen most of the princess movies which i think is a tragedy in itself that's not true i've seen sleeping beauty and okay. uh, beauty and the beast have you and seen moana cinderella moana and uh what are name some other uh, pocahontas i was a big pocahontas fan as a kid 
Okay, but you're not like you're not the one that was like sitting and watching it over and over again, basically. Uh, I mean, I definitely did watch some of those over and over again. All right, maybe it's the newer ones that you didn't get to see. I mean, yeah, because I was like an adult. That would be weird if I, as a single adult male, was like showing up to screenings of those. No, I wouldn't judge you. I, yeah, you wouldn't. But <laughs> so, anyways, that's our next project. How many? Like, how many of these movies are there? I don't want to tell you. Maybe like 12. Anyway, this has been my last episode of the Rewind and Reconsider <laughs> podcast. Uh, you know, I just want to thank everyone for your support and, you know, just say this is really what I deal with every day. Please I feel think, bad for me. I think we're going to have a great time. Anyways, you can find us on <laughs> Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts if we continue this and also leave us a five-star review and a little uh, note and we will take into consideration any or all recommendations please give us something <laughs> to watch that i will like i'm begging you but right now we are going to do a prince of disney princess series and... also also just i wanted to give like you know oh my god another shout out yeah all right go for it okay i just wanted to All right. Well, you know what? I want to give a shout out to my husband, Harrison, for sitting through this movie, even though he didn't like it. He's been a very good sport, and I hope he gets roasted on the internet. All right, everyone. Oh, yeah. That was what I was going to say. I, I just want to apologize to, you know, anyone who I have offended with my takes on this episode, if this was your favorite movie. Like, I do have one more nice thing to say about it. At least it was not Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs>